Hi, and welcome to A View from the Bed. This is a CHI St. Vincent podcast where we talk to real patients about their healthcare perspective. We know that your healthcare journey can be scary, so that's why we want to get their view on the good, the bad, and the ugly from diagnosis to recovery. Enjoy today's episode. Well, Patrick, thank you for talking to us today. And uh, let me get this right. So you started your heart journey through our HeartSmart screening program. Right. My primary care doctor, uh, Mark Dyer, suggested I do the heart screen, HeartSmart screening, which I'm glad I did, uh, like in the early 1st of September, I think. Okay. And I came in, did all that, and then uh, uh, came back and met with the cardiologist upstairs, Dr. Rodkema, and he was telling me that the, uh, what's it called, the CAT scan part, where they check on the calcium deposits and all that, and I was like in the 95th percentile of the bad way, Uh-oh. but a good score is like zero, and mine was like 3,200, oh. so they figured I had some blockage. Yeah. Backing up a little bit to the screen, what prompted your doctor to say, hey, you might want to go get this heart screen? Uh, I'd not had any kind of problems or anything. I'd be out, I'd get out of breath sometimes walking, but I was about 73 years old. I never had any kind of chest pains or any other kind of symptoms. Yeah. He just sort of recommended that as a preventive kind of thing and thought it was a good idea at my age and yeah. I was good. I'd have a, a prostate surgery at St. Vincent's, as a matter of fact, in 90, 2017. Okay. Never anything like this. So yeah. it was just sort of, wasn't anything specifically that he recommended it on. So when you came in for the heart smart screening, tell us a little bit about that process. Like, what kind of tests did they do? Um, was it easy, hard? Tell us it was real bit. easy. They did a, uh, I think they weighed me, did blood pressure, uh, did a few measurements on a BMI, I guess it is, something like that. And then the only real test, well, I did the uh, uh, CAT scan down at the end of the hall where you lay down and they, do the machine over yeah. and get that. And then I went back and they did a, uh, I don't know what they call it, it's like it wraps around your leg, these sleeves. Yes. And it does pressure, checking out the blood flow in your veins, I guess, and all that. That, that came back fine. Good. So, uh, I think that was about it. There may have been one other walking for a second, but there really wasn't a whole lot of other stuff involved with it. It was real simple. How long did it take for you to get your results from the screening and did they call you to let you know, hey, you might want to see a cardiologist? I think they called, and I think Dr. Dyer actually <laughs> called in about three days. Oh, wow. Quick. Okay. And then recommended, with, you know, to meet with the, with the cardiologist over here, which I did, and they immediately, them, you know, within a few days scheduled a heart cath over at St. Vincent's and yeah. did that, and then the surgery like a week later, so. Yeah. It was all sort of boom, boom, boom. So I went in and did the uh, heart cath, I was hoping I could do some stents or something at that point, but where the blockage was and all the other, it really couldn't. Yeah. So they recommended uh, meeting with the surgeon, which I did with uh, Dr. Howell, and then had surgery on the 18th, September 18th. Oh, wow. Ended up doing three bypasses. But, you know, it prevented you from having a heart attack. Probably, well, that's what everybody said, that, you know, the fact that they caught mine ahead of time, it's not great to have that blockage like that, but that I, when you do have a heart attack or a stroke, you can get damage to the heart muscle or bowels and all that kind of stuff. And I yep. never had any of that. Which, that's fantastic. Which is really good, so. Yeah, because you didn't have any damage to your heart muscle. 
So by just listening to your doctor to come do the screening, really prevented what could have been a major heart event. That's what they say, but again, based on the number, the amount of blocks that I had and stuff, it was, you know, you're walking around. A little bit of a ticking time bomb? Ticking time bomb, that's a good way to put it. So uh, I'm glad I did it and appreciate Dr. Dyer recommended that. I'm glad this was available, so yeah. I feel very fortunate on that. So. Wow, that's exciting. So tell us a little bit about heart surgery. You know, um, I think a lot of people, it's so scary, right? Um, nobody wants to hear you have to have heart surgery, but tell us about like your recovery process, like once you went home um, after your surgery. How are you doing, feeling? Did you feel any instant change in how you felt? Or tell us a little bit about that. Well, I have a little bit of inf a little bit of knowledge about it since my father had bypass surgery in '98. Okay. Which of course is a little bit different nowadays. Now it's at the heart hospital. I knew something about it. And also, I was fortunate that my brother had retired really in August so that he was available as a physician to help me walk through stuff and understand things. And his wife and my sister-in-law, a former cardiac nurse, oh. she actually used to run the cardiac something lab over at the Baptist Hospital. So mm -hmm. I had really good backup. I had a better idea of what to expect. Yeah. And when we met, we met with Dr. Howell first, right after I did the heart cath, they checked me out. He was doing office visits that as a Wednesday afternoon, I think. So I was able to see him late that afternoon instead of waiting another week. Yeah. And he explained stuff and then did some diagrams and showing where the blockage was uh -huh. and different stuff. And then, of course, he didn't know at that point what he would get in there and find. But sure. So they explained everything. So that was you know, intimidating, you know, but was, I had a lot of good information, so I wasn't just going in blind on it. What are some things that if someone that's watching this gets that diagnosis that they'll need heart surgery. What are some things that you think would be helpful for them to know, especially through the recovery process? Well, when I went in, or when I got through the surgery, my main problem was getting the insurance to approve going into some kind of rehab, which the doctor recommended the insurance. I got into a managed care plan last year, which I'm out of now, yeah. which I shouldn't have done, and found out they were real strict on trying to approve anything. So I. Finally got out of, the, out of the hospital and I went to like a smaller rehab kind of thing out in Sherwood. Okay. I was out there about 10 days. And then I got home, I think October 9th. And I was just wanting to get out of the hospital and out of the rehab before my birthday, which was the 15th of October, which <laughs> yeah. I did. At that point, I was set up to have a home health nurses or every therapist coming in, the physical therapist, then the yeah. uh, occupational therapist came in like three, three or four days a week. Okay. For a couple of weeks. I had that already set up when I was coming home. Uh, what did they help you do when they came home? What were what were some of the things those nurses were helping you try to do? Just trying to build your stamina up, you know, okay. a lot of walking initially. Mm -hmm. uh, not going to walk by myself, but I also had a uh, walker because I was using for a while then at first. Yeah. And then the occupational therapist was doing more range of movement stuff, you know, some real like two pound weights. Okay. And stretching exercises and a few things like that. So it's real basic kind of things like that. But yeah. Did that help you just feel like very helpful. Yeah, initially even in the hospital, I was, it was tough for me even to get up and try to walk around the hall. They try to get the physical therapist when you're still in the hospital after surgery to start doing that, but I was just so weak. Yeah. I had no idea. My brother told me that it probably just 
knock you for a loop. Uh-huh. More so than I thought. Yeah. Gradually, really quickly, it seems like now, you know, when it's real gradual, you know, you're building your strength back and your stamina. Uh-huh. It's like walking in the house, and then they get you out walking down the street in your neighborhood. Yeah. It's different walking like on your driveway or on pavement than sure. it is near wooden floor. Yeah. And uh, kind of walk far enough where you can carry on a conversation without trying to catch your breath and all uh-huh. that. So it's just. Yeah, just kind of rebuilding your heart stamina to, because you don't realize how much energy just even talking, you know, takes or just sitting up in a chair or walking to the kitchen or the bathroom or the mailbox. Yep. Um, you kind of take that for granted until you realize, oh man, that takes a lot of energy. So, uh, at what point did they recommend cardiac rehab? I guess that's when I, was, I had like about two weeks, I think, of the uh, home health coming in. Okay. And then I was back seeing Dr. Rockema, and he'd work, they, they probably told me this early on, that they have a cardiac rehab is a good way to do it. And I said, well, I'd like to do that, I think, instead of just immediately going back to athletic club, I feel like I could do what I did. I was thinking on doing a rowing machine when oh, yeah. the club. Uh-huh. Before I started doing that again, did a lot of walking. Yeah. Uh, steps on my Fitbit, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, they told me all about it, and I thought they'd come check it out because they're monitoring everything. And, yeah. yeah, really been great. I, they really enjoy it. I enjoy it all the time. They push you. <laughs> yeah, it's a love-hate relationship, right? They push you yeah. further, but but it's very beneficial. I recommend anybody go try and try that out. You know, you got a treadmill, you got some stationary bike kind of machines, uh-huh. real light weights. What's the hardest thing for you to do in your cardiac rehab workout right now? Oh, I don't know. Probably just getting through the, I'm doing like, started off doing maybe eight to 10 minutes, like on the treadmill or on this new step machine. It's like a sit down and rowing bike kind of thing. Okay. Uh, it's building up doing 20 minutes at a time and they, they bump the intensity up a little bit. So it's a, it's a workout. It's a workout? Well, the fact that it is monitored, you know, they've got, uh, what they call it, the little sensors on you, you know, we're looking at the EKG the whole time. Yeah. Monitor what's going on, monitor your blood pressure a couple times before and after all the sessions. Whereas at the club, I, don't, I didn't feel like I would have had any kind of problem, but just the fact that it was checked out, so they knew what was going on, so you don't over the yourself. So yeah. You don't get into any kind of problem. And so uh, I thought that was real beneficial. It probably makes you feel too a little more at ease about pushing yourself, you know, because sometimes when you have surgeries, you can get afraid to do too much. Like, oh, I'm gonna hurt myself, or I don't wanna hurt my heart, or I don't wanna hurt my incision, or, you know. Um, whereas when you have medical professionals that are looking at all that, they're like, oh no, Patrick, you can keep going, but you can push a little harder. It's um, also the fact that I have that support system with my brother and sister-in-law here, both medical. Sure. Professionals make explain stuff and they're recommending all that. So, yeah, the cardiac rehab is a great program. And I try to keep it moderate, but I get a little bit above, you know, not quite you know, it's, it's heavy or strong. That's good. What rate I was at when you just whatever you just doing is as far as how strenuous it was. Oh, sure. Sure. So, that's good. I can work up a sweat doing it. It's, yeah. Check your work off for the day. Go home later, rest, take a nap. Watch the TV show. That's right. Tell my cat about it. That's right. Tell them how you did. Tell them your progress.
Did you ever go through bouts of, you know, sometimes after you have major surgeries, physicians can say you might have a little bit of feelings of depression or as you go through the healing process. Did you ever go through any of that where you felt down or, or a little depressed? And if you did, was there anything you did that kind of pet you up to let you know I am progress? Not really, maybe mildly, you know, you're just sort of trying to feel like it's taking too long or taking, it's a slow process of building your strength back up. Yeah. It's been so weak and I felt fine. I've never had any kind of major pain, which I was figuring you get your chest split open, this would be terrible, but it was not at all. Uh -huh. It surprised me. And also, the, I remember my father had the bypass surgery in 98. It's a much bigger thing, taking the veins out of your legs. Now it's like a little endoscopic, or whatever they call it. Oh yeah. Small incision. tiny little slit. Mm -hmm. So the pain part was really, I was surprised that was better than I thought it would be. It's mainly just trying, just working your stamina back and being able to walk. Yeah. Just simple stuff like that, you know. And of course, for the first six weeks, I couldn't drive. Mm -hmm. And the whole first six weeks, you're not supposed to lift, pull, or push more than 15 pounds. Yeah. That was a big thing in the hospital. And even through the first three of us, you couldn't used to it. Uh, so used to pushing up out of a chair, or I was, or pulling yourself up. You couldn't do that. You have to try to build your core. And working on that, so yeah. that was good to do, do that. I'm glad I did it. So, did you have the pillow? I still got that, it's still on my bed. <laughs> you got that pillow, and they're like, if you have to cough or sneeze or hug the pillow, hug the pillow, and all yeah. that. So, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. So, yeah, and it just you know, I was telling you before we started here, and you know, about eight or nine years ago, my mom had to have a triple bypass, and they found her similar. And man, she found so much comfort in that pillow. What's well, a security blanket? Oh, sure. she was just like, I gotta take my pillow. Gotta have my pillow. So, yeah, it becomes an emotional attachment almost for you, the pillow. Just keep a positive attitude about it. You know, it's gonna, nothing's gonna happen overnight. You know, we just take time, do what whoever you're working with. It's usually a physical therapist or an occupational therapist there. They know what they're doing and follow their recommendations and it slowly gets better. And uh, I'm not like running any marathons, but I, you know, I feel great now I'm doing stuff, so. I would also say too, you know, if if a home health nurse is offered, definitely take it, it sounds like. I do, and I didn't know when they were saying getting home health care, but we get somebody coming in checking blood pressure, but it was more, I just had two different therapists came in yeah. during the time. So they were again, very helpful on the, Doing stuff, and they give you some other exercises you can do up in the days that they're not there. Yeah. And you're practicing stuff, you know, just, just sitting, standing up and sitting down in a chair four or five times, messing up and building your core. Oh, yeah. And uh, you gradually become, you know, more steady. Again, I used the walker for about a week, you know, just as a more of a psychological thing. You may feel like you want to be steady, you know, but I was yeah. fine getting around, so. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's just a process. Well, that's wonderful. Is there anything that you would else that I didn't ask you that you would want people to know about either the Heart Smart Screening program or not being afraid to find out what might be going on even if you don't have uh, symptoms? Like you didn't, you didn't have any symptoms. Well, it sounds like you had a great experience. You're doing great. I think you were saying you have how many how many cardiac rehab appointments left before you're let loose in the world? I think I've got six more. Six more. Graduation. I did a little graduation ceremony. 
There you go. Well, do you think at this age you'd be graduating again? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so glad you're graduating again. I am too. And we're so glad that, that you took a few minutes to talk to us today. And we hope that Patrick's story helps one of you guys, if a family member or even yourself um, is at a point in your life where you want to check out your heart heal. Um, definitely do that. Um, as Patrick said, there's a Heart Smart screening program here at CHI St. Vincent. So don't put it off. It's Heart Month. It's never too late. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of A View from the Bed, A Patient's Perspective. We hope that you found it helpful. We hope that it helped you make your healthcare decisions. We hope that it made you feel a little more comfortable with your own journey. And we hope that you'll join us next time.